Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. Sunflowers. <laughs> sunny, sunny sunflowers. These glorious golden balls permeate the mind and the body with some kind of mystic endorphins. Whether engaging in Van Gogh's paintings of sunflowers or looking up 10 feet into their smiling faces, the plant holds magic for young and old alike. And the popularity, where did that come from? Remember when sunflowers were not a thing? Pretty much people thought of them as just a giant weed years ago. But now they mean so much to so many. They certainly serve as the perfect gift for someone in the hospital to cheer them up or bring them in a bouquet to your hostess And they certainly will adorn that person's table. What a winner. What a winner. Now, did you know the sunflower seeds can help lower cholesterol? That's a pretty popular thing these days. They act as pollinators, helping the environment. Decorative, of course. But what else? What else has brought them front and center? Well, in this modern day of cameras on our cell phones, perhaps the peak of sunflowers that was reached in these times had to do something with those selfies right? Sunflower selfies. Probably the most popular post on Facebook. And beautiful photography. Oh, my friend Michelle showed me a photo of her daughter who is expecting standing in a field of sunflowers and this white flowing garment. You could just feel the energy being sent to her daughter and her child on the way. So I think that up until recently has been the main focus of the plant. But of course now with Ukraine being the leader producer of sunflowers, somehow it's become a symbol of support for the embattled country. Horticulturist Bree Arthur is with us today. Bree is the author of The Foodscape Revolution and Gardening with Grains, She's also a contributor to the Emmy-winning 
PBS television program, Growing a Greener World, and she shares expert advice through her YouTube channel, Brie the Plant Lady. Brie has yet another positive formula and use for sunflowers, and we're going to learn all about it. Welcome, Brie. Thank you so much for having me. Brie, we've been talking about sunflowers as pollinators, gifts, and great place to get a good selfie, but you have yet another suggestion when it comes to the plant, homegrown birdseed mix. Tell us about that. You know, this is something that I realized as I was trying to dry seeds and watched all these birds come and attack the the seed heads. Um, In fact, they even chewed chewed through my uh, greenhouse plastic to get to the the sunflower seeds. Mm. And I realized, well, I could just grow these for the purpose of feeding the birds. (laughs) And uh, it was a huge light bulb moment for me. I love having birds in the garden and bird seed has gotten really expensive. So growing your own is a really logical way to, you know, enhance that ecological benefit and also have the beauty of the sunflowers for you to enjoy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the perfect uh, combo, right? Save some money, feed the birds, the flowers for joy. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the history because there's a lot in the history of the plant which it was cultivated for food. I know Native Americans used it for ceremonial and medical use. Tell us a little bit about the history of sunflowers. Well, they do have, you know, a long, important history. Um, You know, it's a great plant that is native to North America, which, you know, is always great in looking at growing more things that are indigenous to here. Um, you know, it's been cultivated since 1000 BC. Um, so valuable food source for many centuries and um, not only for people, but, you know, for livestock as well. Um, I think it's really quite remarkable the amount of diversity that has resulted um, in this native plant as we've made selections for different flower sizes, different colors, different growing habits. So, you know, you think about the kind of the simple structure of the flower, and then you think about now when you look at a seed catalog and there's, you know, 50 or more different varieties to choose from, this plant has clearly captivated people for many centuries. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, we can't go through all 50, but what are some of the most popular types of sunflowers and, and why do you think they are popular? Well, I think Like the giant sunflowers, the mammoth sunflowers tend to be some of the most popular because they are so enormous, you know, they're bigger than your head. And that's often what you see planted in these large installations for people to explore. They're also just a very reliable grower. And of course, they set a ton of seeds. So not only are they great for being able to save some for yourself to grow again, but Again, to feed the birds or the squirrels or the raccoons or the possums. Um, Some other favorites of mine, I really like all the different colored forms. So autumn thyme is a really beautiful one that is sort of more orangey and and softer yellows. Italian white is one of my all-time favorites. It's much smaller in its stature, so you don't need a huge garden to be able to grow it. And the petals are, you know, almost white, kind of a very soft yellow with a dark black center. 
And I have a real soft spot for like the teddy bear forms that look really fuzzy. <laughs> they don't actually have any like um, ray flowers. They only have um, petals. And the entire thing just kind of looks like a, a teddy bear face. <laughs> I like I like some of those whimsical uh, teddy bear, Sunzilla, uh, Big Smile. I like some of their names that, you know, the plant just gets cooler and cooler and cooler as we go. <laughs> it really does. Like the, the Sun Credible, this is my first year growing it, that this is really a genetic breakthrough this is a variety that is offered through the Proven Winners collection, and it's an all summer long blooming shrubby form. So it's going to grow about three foot tall and have lots of branches and just continuously bloom all summer long. So you take that in contrast to like a mammoth sunflower that you're really only going to get one bloom on a 14 foot tall plant. And, you know, it depends on what your garden is. I love all of these different offerings that we have now. I like the idea of it blooming all summer instead of one and done kind of thing. So that sounds cool. And you mentioned about how tall they get. And I understand in North Carolina, the record is a 21 foot tall sunflower. What's the average though? Well, again, that's going to be variety specific, but I would say in general, count on large single flowering forms to be at least six to eight foot tall. And if you have good soil and with regular watering, they will grow taller. Often mine are taller than my 10 foot tall fence. What's the best way to grow sunflowers? Seed. Okay, seed. 100% seed, unless it's something like the Sun Credible, which is asexually propagated. And then you buy that as a plant that's already growing. Um, seed is just really the greatest opportunity. It's inexpensive and it's so easy. You know, my general rule of thumb is the depth of the seed is going to be twice the size of the seed itself. So with a sunflower, you're looking at, you know, less than an inch deep and sunflowers are warm season plants. So they're really best planted once the soil is over 65 degrees. So in central North Carolina, that's usually mid-May to the end of May. I was actually out sowing sunflowers this morning, and we're in the middle of July. So it's not too late to get some sunflowers planted that will bloom for the fall season. And that was going to be one of my questions, because I know I've seen these beauties around in fall, not just this short period in July. So, um, But I understand... Uh, they may grow a little shorter or produce fewer flowers because they have fewer daylight hours, but it still can be done. It definitely can. Yes, I believe in planting sunflowers or seeding sunflowers in succession. So my, my general approach is to start in the middle of May and then every 10 days I sow more seed. And that way I will have sunflowers blooming for a really long extended period through the summer into the fall. And I usually continue to sow sunflowers until the beginning of August. So I'll still have two more rounds of seeding. There you go, listeners. It's not too late. <laughs> I love when we're not late. I do have something that does have a deadline coming up here at the end of the show, a way you can go, uh, a place you can go see the sunflower. So I like what you're saying, Bree, about having it 
perpetuate through the summer instead of just a short, uh, one and done. So that's good to know. Now, um, so, so in your opinion, there's really no right or wrong. It sounds like to me, no best season to plant. It seems like all of it is doable. That's right. I think, you know, just think about when do you want the flowers to be blooming? It's going to typically be somewhere 60 to 75 days from sowing when you'll start to see flowers emerge. And again, that's going to be variety specific. That information is always listed on the back of your seed packet. Um, You know, I love sunflowers blooming in July, but I have to tell you, sunflowers blooming in the middle of October seem really, really special. <laughs> it does. It just does. Cause you're clinging on to that, those last days of summer before the ugly winter comes. So, and they're so beautiful when you think of all the, you know, orange canopy that's out there at fall time with leaves and pumpkins and so forth. And you have some, uh, an, another bright color introduced and all that. It's just, it's just beautiful. So, um, so now we talked about feeding animals and birds. What about us human? The most important question of all, how do you roast sunflowers? Well, my recommendation for roasting is actually to do a dry roast. And the approach is pretty simple. What I do, I actually put the sunflower seeds in like a Ziploc bag. And then I roll over them with a rolling pin. And that's actually going to crack the shell so that it's really easy to just have the seeds. So you're not actually cooking the shell. You're just going to be dry roasting the seeds themselves. So then you, then you put those in water and the shells will actually rise to the top and the seeds fall to the bottom. So it's really easy to separate the shell and the seed. And then you just pat dry those seeds and put them into the oven at 350 degrees for about seven or eight minutes. And the oils from the seed will, you know, start to penetrate and give you a really wonderful smell in your kitchen. And Mm. then they're going to be ready to be eaten. And they'll actually last in your pantry once they've been roasted two to three months. Oh, So it's actually a really practical thing to be able to do and, you know, always have on hand to be able to add to different meals and Um, you know, I certainly like adding sunflower seeds to my salads that Mm. give a great crunch. Mm -hmm. That's, that's big time. Listen, I don't have a green thumb, so I don't know about planting them, but I definitely can eat them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bree, you have just given us so much information. I appreciate your time. And, uh, as you know, listeners, you can see how knowledgeable Brie is. So if you would like to connect with her, either on her books or her YouTube channel, where should they go? You can find me at Brie, like the cheese, the plant lady on Instagram and YouTube. And I'm Brie Grows on Facebook and on my website, BrieGrows.com. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, you are welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. I grew up on a farm and something always refreshing to me as I was planting and hoeing and picking uh, was looking up to the back of the field and seeing these sunflowers um, that my dad had planted. It gave, you know, it was just a refreshing change from looking at tomatoes and cucumber and corn and the other, the other jazz going on there. 
Um, but you know, I took it for granted at that time. And nowadays some farms will charge you $5 to explore these delights. So <laughs> go figure. But for those lucky enough to live in North Carolina, you can wrap yourself in the sunflower adventure from dawn to dusk for free at Raleigh's Dick's Park. And right now it's full bloom season, people. <laughs> you can go to this site for more info, dickspark.org forward slash sunflowers. That's D-I-X park.org forward slash sunflowers. And if you live in a different state, check out your what's up source as many of these golden fields are open to visitors nationwide. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. I am Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, spread sunshine.